0: Hello and welcome. My name is Rashim Mogha and I'm your host for this Empowered Women of the World podcast, a podcast where we talk about technology, leadership and success. Welcome again to season two. Happy Women's History Month. Like previous years, this year too, March has been really a busy month for me. This month, I've been busy speaking at various events and sharing my insights on how we can inspire women to enter and stay in the workforce. And uh, I've done quite a few fireside fireside chats also this month. Now, one of the questions that has consistently been asked at every event has been around how to manage emotions specifically at work maybe it's because of the hard time that we have had last year coping up with uh, with the pandemic and the after effects of that now in a couple of fireside chats attendees also wanted to dive deep specifically into that section in my book fast track your leadership career where i shared my perspective on crying at work yes i said crying at work so today i thought uh, why don't we now take this opportunity in this podcast to talk about crying at work work with our Eva audience that is in 47 plus countries right so so why don't we start by me asking you have you ever cried at work now if you're hesitating to answer that question let me tell you i have not once not twice, but many, many times cried at work. Now, first couple of times when that happened to me, when I cried at work, I was so embarrassed about it. I actually came back home and Googled how not to cry at work. Now, I'll tell you that if you search for how not to cry at work on Google, some really crazy ideas and suggestions would pop up try them at your own risk Um, I would advise you not to anyways so after a first couple of times when that happened to me and I went back and googled um, how not to cry at work I realized that Google was not my best friend I had to find it for myself why I cry and how to address that I had to find for myself what emotion was behind my reaction of crying and as i started diving deep into that i realized that i actually showed my frustration by crying when i'm frustrated that i'm not heard when i'm frustrated that my efforts are not being acknowledged and when i'm frustrated because my ideas are stolen i cry crying is my way of letting it out of my system to be able to focus on my action plan with even more strength. Now, once I realized that, I was no longer embarrassed about it, but I was still apologizing for crying. Now here's the thing about apologizing, when you apologize without reason, you make others believe or perceive that you have made a mistake that they need to forgive you for. So I had to normalize crying and not apologize to others for, for it. And that's exactly what I did. I still cry at work because believe me, being often the only woman leader with a seat at the table, I continue to have numerous frustrating moments. But crying does not make me a weak leader because crying is self-care for me. It helps me address that feeling of frustration in the moment and allows me to move forward. Now, here is the thing you might ask, Rashim, how does your team, mem- team and how do, how do your team leaders or how do the leaders that you report into react to your crying? You will be surprised that when you normalize crying for yourself, others see it in a very different light. I remember an incident. Uh, I remember once uh, my coworker asked me if I was okay when I started crying during a conversation. I told him I was not. I was frustrated. And I said, just like you use the cuss words when you're frustrated, I cry. It helps me move forward and allows me to stay strong. Now what I did over here was that I was not embarrassed about it. I did not apologize about it either. By not being embarrassed about it or apologizing about it, I make crying my strength and not my weakness. I've noticed that when men cry or show emotion, they're seen as empathetic leaders, while when women cry, they're seen as weak. I've also noticed that men never apologize for crying, while women are embarrassed and apologetic days after crying. When you learn to see crying as your strength to move forward, you can change that perception. So my dear Eva family, I continue to cry at work when I'm frustrated and then move forward with resilience and persistence. So that's my story. I would love to hear from you about your experiences on how you manage your emotions at work. Now, the good thing is that our podcast now has voice messages enabled. So you can now record your messages for me and send me your feedback. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And today's resource for you is the link to the EVA 2021 virtual summit, where we will talk about resilience and how to thrive in the ever evolving workplace and how to manage your emotions at workplace. The link is in the show notes. As always, thank you for joining me today and thank you for loving, liking, supporting and sharing the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. I look forward to seeing you again in our next podcast. Till then, keep empowering the world.